0: All right, this is the Yay, I'm Reg Clay Craig Dickerson, in for Norman (laughs) This is is the Yay where we talk about life in the theater and the theater of life Yay! (laughs) Yay! All right, I gotta boost my uh, volume up Whoa. And we have a wonderful guest, Jamie's, Jamie Screw. <laughs> How are you, Jamie?
1: I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing
0: fine. I saw you. You had did Stage Kiss. I'm trying to remember the theater company that, uh, Tuco, that did that. Tuco,
1: the other, other theater company.
0: The other, other theater yeah. company. And that was, uh, th- I think that was last year?
1: It was early this year. It was uh, January or February.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you did a fantastic job. You were on stage with Kim Donovan and Alan yes. Coyne. Uh, An interesting story about um, basically a woman who is cast with her ex-partner. Yes. Who became a partner, and it's all about the stage kiss and whether the kiss is staged or real, and it mixes reality with the theater world, you know, the fantasy of theater. And where do
1: you draw that line of what's real and what isn't? Right, exactly. Yes.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know You know that your mind says, I'm reading a script, but your body may feel something completely different. Was that an original production?
1: No, it was um, Sarah Rule. Oh, and so Love yes, Real. it's a me. It was just it's oh wow. It's Sarah it's Rule. It was beautifully written. It's it's funny. It's touching. You don't know if you're in a comedic scene or a dramatic scene. And oh, it's just
0: oh, those are the best. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. Mm. Real madcap comedy. And did my you have goodness, the, did you have a meaty role?
1: I had I had a very small role. Um, I was one of the few. You, you were sort of
0: an ingenue. I mean, I think yep. you were one of the. You were a girlfriend of the guy who's trying to hook up with the Kim Donovan's character, who is married to Alan Coyne. Yes. So it was a uh, crazy, but you, you know, your presence was just fantastic, and I was <laughs> like, hey, I've got to get her on the show, and uh, you're you're auditioning. I think you're. Are you are are you I don't know if you're auditioning or if you're in rehearsals for another show.
1: I am um, uh, in December we start Steel Magnolias and Fantastic. I'll be playing Shelby and Steel Magnolias for Shelby. There, there you go.
0: And yeah. I don't want to I don't want to jinx anything that you're auditioning for. <laughs> Steel Magnolias was what I was thinking <laughs> yes, about. Yes.
1: Yeah. That one's set. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. That's wonderful. Congrats. Thanks. I begin my podcast usually asking Norman how is his week. I'm going to ask you Craig. How is your week. Norman is uh, mm-hmm. he's doing As You Like It and he's also directing Dracula. So that's why he's not here. Oh. Oh, really?
2: Yeah. Busy guy. (laughs) Well, I guess he gets a pass (laughs) on this one. It's been a good week. Right on. It's been a really good week. I just got back from Texas. Yeah. Fort Worth but well, what i love you yeah and uh you know everybody there is just wonderful yeah
0: yeah see the thing is you don't have an accent but i have a feeling that when you re- reconnect again oh
2: i do have an accent you're just you being gonna have really a really t- kind yeah you don't have that twang though
0: because you're gonna have that Texas twang
2: dude can't you hear it you're immune now everyone else can hear it no you still have your r's very and the, hard and those who tell me i don't have an accent i just want to say Bless you. Bless you all. <laughs> oh Bless your heart. Bless your Texas.
0: heart. <laughs> have you ever been in the Deep South? Experience?
1: Well, I've been to Texas many times. Oh, okay, I wouldn't consider go. that the Deep South, though. There's a Texas is Texas.
0: It's kind of its um, own deal. Yeah, my mm-hmm. husband's
1: from Dallas. Is ah, that so, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah.
0: I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Okay, um, so usually, and I also get into, I don't have a lot of current events going on. I don't know if you guys are football fans, but you know the Antonio Brown saga has just no, been I'm going not. on and on I'm and not on. Not Do you not. know who Antonio Brown no. is? Okay, <laughs> she shakes her
1: head
2: silently.
0: <laughs> Reg is, Reg is already out of time. <laughs> it is, it's, it's okay. He is a so a year ago Antonio Brown. <laughs> He's going to tell me anyway. Antonio, <laughs> yeah. Antonio yeah. Brown was a Pittsburgh Steelers. Really, really? Okay, um, okay. Who pissed off his team and got signed with the Oakland Raiders? Ah. And then uh, he pissed off the Raiders and didn't even play any time with the Raiders. And now he's with the uh, he was with the New England Patriots. But it, it gets into the Me Too movement because two oh. women have come forward to accuse h- him oh. of sexual assault. And one woman came forward, but she never reported it to the police. What's that going on like with Taco now, too? Taco? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. There's not a Taco in there? <laughs> no, no. I don't know where that, uh, that sounds familiar. See, but I no, just got no.
2: back from Texas, and now there's some football player, Taco, who's like, Oh, I'm, I'm not sure about that.
0: You don't care. You an Oakland Raider. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, we're keeping but, local but, right But now. it's But getting into the <laughs> whole Me Too movement and what women have to go through as far mm-hmm. as uh, communicating what happens to them, like sexual assault and or whatever. The NFL, five years ago, Roger Goodell said, hey, this Ray Rice thing, Ray Rice was caught on tape, you know, hitting his wife, and that became a big deal because he only got one, a little suspension. And then the video came out, and it's like, oh, well, now there's video, so now you have to be thrown out of the league. Mm. And he said five years ago, zero tolerance, not going to happen again. Okay. Well, we have Ezekiel Elliott still in the league, and he was called a sexual assault. We have Tyreek Hill playing with the Kansas City Chiefs, who is a very big team. They nearly got into the Super Bowl, but there was a team called the Patriots that got in the way. (laughs) And, of course, he was uh, accused of beating his child. Greg Hardy... I mean it just goes on and on and on. Now I know you're not sports fans, but how do you feel about the whole Me Too movement and what women I mean, have we have we gotten to a level where women are respected or and, and once a woman says hey no then it's no. I mean, have we turned the corner with uh Doctor Ford and, you know, the Kavanaugh hearings? What do you feel, Jamie, about all of this?
1: Oh no, we absolutely I mean we're still fighting in that in the respect that women are still questioned. Yeah. instantly. I mean, you you say anything happened. OK, where's your proof? What were you wearing? Where were you that night? Were you drinking? Right. right. Um, and so y- you're you have to prove that you were a victim.
0: Right. Which is which is crazy. It shouldn't even be that way. I mean, and, yeah. And it's funny because the first victim, you know, when the first um, uh, victim basically says this Antonio Brown raped her. You know they were uh, supposed to be doing this Christian thing. You know she's a Christian, and um, apparently he it, it gets really, really um, disgusting. It, it gets into almost porno territory, and I'm not going to talk about what he did, what he allegedly did. Mm. But everyone says, well, you didn't go to the police, so we don't know what you're doing. You may be a gold digger, and there are lots of gold diggers out there. You know every sports, you know superstar has someone who's trying to chase after them and get them, get money, or whatever. And so the NFL is like, well. We'll have to see. We have to wait for the facts to come in. In, and then a second woman came forward, and this time there are texts that he sent to her, intimidating her, basically saying keep your mouth shut. And that's when the Patriots are like, okay, we got to pull the plug. But it took a second woman to come forward, and that's that's basically what the story is. Uh-huh. And he basically blew himself out of twenty seven million dollars. It's 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 just amazing. I mean, between that and we have the R Kelly case that's going on that'll be happening next week um it's it's just amazing um i guess you know I'll, i would say you know men not being able to control their libido you know it's it's just amazing
1: and that's that's a that in itself is an issue because it's is it libido or is it violence right oh, you know yeah, to of course. to to conflate sex with rape is a huge yeah you know m- mis idea um but, but yeah. another another thing that that came up for me is that with women in these situations, you know, a lot of times they say, oh, she just wants the attention or, oh, she's a gold digger or yeah. any of these sure. excuses for why she might be lying. Right. But who wants to put themselves through that? Yeah. To come forward in a yeah. public forum. And also,
0: to add on to that, Prince Andrew of the royal family was accused of raping someone raping a 17-year-old. So this, I mean, whether it be Harvey Weinstein, I mean... We're talking about men from all different cultures and backgrounds just doing that. You, Craig, you and I were talking about, you know, the age of the Me Too movement and how we as men have to conduct ourselves. Um, well, it, <coughs> I think
2: you know, tra- travel broadens the mind. And I think it's really strange coming from where I just came from.
0: Yeah. And oh, Texas? And
2: reentering the bubble that's here. Yeah. And people keep saying, like, why is all this misogyny happening? Why is all this white supremacy happening? Why yeah. is all this, you know, racism happening? Why is all this uh, hatred happening? And the it idea that it's coming back. And the idea that it's this big resurgence of things. And I have to tell them, quite honestly, it's always been here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way women are treated, the way uh, minorities are treated, the way marginal people are treated, it's its louder. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it's some resurgence yeah. or, or some trend.
0: <coughs> it's always been here. Yeah, I think social media has brought it to the forefront.
2: It has, and it's made us feel like, uh, you know, in, in good ways and bad ways, mm-hmm. different things. I think the what I'm lamenting here, you know. Yeah. You know, and I, sor- sorry to be cynical, mm-hmm. and I hope, you know, don't misunderstand me, but uh, wake up. Yeah. Um, that's that's kind of, you know, I mean, I still, even, yeah. you know, I, I hadn't been back, I vowed never to return mm-hmm. to Fort Worth, Texas, and, and and it's been 30 years, but uh, little has changed. Oh, no. You know. Be- be- over there, yeah. People still are very segregated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the casts between male and female and rich and poor and white and black and white mm-hmm. and Latino yeah. are still the same.
0: Wow. You know? Yeah.
2: And, you know, here we're used to, you know, in the world of promises and hope, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and I think we put a lot of promises and hope in. Google and Microsoft and Apple and all these wonderful things and oh Amazon sure. that were going to bring us the app that will bring us th- they happiness. Were they are going to be the great equalizer and bring us all closer together and yeah. uh, and make things similar for everyone. And yet, it's yeah. the same. Yeah, w- women still get uh, seventy percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, people still are segregated. Yeah, in, in accordance with um, you know how much you know tax local tax value they have and how much they don't. Sure. Uh, tent cities are everywhere. It's, sad, it's the, very sad. The cost of living has not, you know, mm-hmm. increased in two decades, maybe more. Yeah. While everything, well, I mean, the cost of the the wealth, the wealth that people yeah. gain does, sure, not sure, the, sure. does not match the does not match the yeah. percentage. Yeah. And that's
0: being shown. And yeah, you know, people are fleeing California in I mass. I had a quick question, Jamie. Yeah. Um, do you have kids?
1: I do. I have one daughter.
0: Yeah. One daughter, so I'm. I, I'm sure she's young. Uh, she's, she's two. Yeah. She's two. Okay, so you have a while before you can talk to her about how to conduct herself as a young girl and a woman. But I'm sure you're thinking about it. Yeah. Or what to tell her?
1: Definitely. Um, it's something that I'm constantly reading about. And how do you how do you start those conversations early so it's not just this big scary conversation when sure. she goes to school and suddenly she's got a dress code like you can't dress this way because. Of a way a may- it'll make a boy feel a boy
0: feel right exactly mm-hmm. a boy you know I may be triggered and I may just rape you and it'll be your fault because you dressed a particular way it's just ridiculous
1: yeah if I if if a boy snaps your bra it's your fault because he could see it because you were wearing a tank top right. you know that that thinking
0: yeah yeah it's really really yeah. crazy yeah. and also uh, so I I went to get a haircut yesterday and. Very nice, you know, by the way. Thank you so much. <laughs> and there was this great big protest happening uh, yeah. you know, on Market Street. Mm-hmm. And then I look on the news. Oh, wait a minute. The protest is happening all around the world. The climate change protesters. Mm-hmm. Kids. And that's right.
1: Kids. It's hey. wonderful. They're amazing. <laughs> they're absolutely amazing. It's what amazing. What they can do. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's a wonderful, powerful. I hope it makes a change. I mean, they're, I had a friend of mine say, all oh, these protesters, they're just making, actually, it's a Chinese friend of mine. So there's a protest happening in Hong Kong. Basically, they want, you know, they're Chinese who want freedom. They want independence. You know, they want democracy. And, of course, the communist Chinese government is saying, no, you can't have that. And my friend was saying, oh, they're just clogging up. They're just making things horrible for the civilians and the pedestrians. And I'm like, well, but if you live in a democracy, protest is what it's all about. I mean, you know, that disruption is the thing. That's what you do. Um, So it it gives you confidence that these kids are, you know, standing up. Yeah. For I the world. Think yeah. I think we forget if we do that here,
2: it's fine if we do that there or they do that there. This is a real element of danger
0: involved. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, not, they're yeah. taking a huge risk Yeah, by doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. One last question, because uh, I really don't have an awful lot. I mean, if there's an election going on and poor Joe Biden is just getting beat up and beat up, you know, whether it's gaffes or whatever. I mean, I say, I mean, not that I'm a supporter of Biden, but I'm a supporter of the Democrat Party. I hope that they find one candidate that can defeat Trump um jamie how do you how are you living in the age of trump? I mean are you optimistic of the twenty twenty election? Do you have any thoughts? What are your thoughts
1: you know i I go back and forth last night. I was having this real down moment mm. of looking at you know the news from yesterday yeah um and just feeling like. What in the world is going on? I'm just I'm just exhausted. Yeah. I've gotten to the point where I'm just not reading as much news because I'm exhausted and I feel like that is the biggest threat right now to yeah. to people who who do want a successful 2020 mm-hmm. election that yeah. you know gets us out of this nightmare. Um and just looking at all of the damage that's being done on an environmental yeah level with the um you know retracting California's ability to set different emission standards and things like that, like, everything just feels so fueled by hate.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Let's, let's ruin this country. <clears throat> let's, you know, mm-hmm. keep everyone out of the country. Yeah. Let's, it's just so hate-filled. And I feel like if he really mm-hmm. is able to undermine the next election, how do we get out of it?
0: Yeah, Craig, you and that's and so
1: negative. I don't usually feel that way, but it just hit like last night. No, that's
0: just being real. Yeah, yeah no, it's being real. You, Craig, you and I are talking about the politics of hate and the Republican Party who has sort of weaponized it yes. to win elections. Yes, exactly. Yeah, how? Well, bringing this back to your original topic,
2: I mean, I'm wondering what this is going to do to Thursday football. Are we just going to have <laughs> three <laughs> games in the morning and then a couple of mediocre ones <laughs> in the afternoon? Or maybe yeah. I mean, I think about the things that matter. Uh, to yeah. you, Reg, sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> to you, and I may be, I may be old and cynical, and, yeah. uh, and my not give a shit level is kind of—I don't know—I'm showing you like a little space between my finger and my yeah. thumb. But uh, but there's a political but there football are important, going on. There are important things, yeah, that really you know uh, go beyond beyond this. I think having a two-year-old will instill a certain amount of hope in you, yeah. whether you want it or not. Yes, to definitely. hear. I mean. To hear a young lady at your age uh, to say you're tired and exhausted <laughs> from this really kind of blows the wind out of my sail. You know? <laughs> I'm the one who should be tired. I'm looking at the other side of the mountain pretty soon. You know? oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm but an I mean,
0: old man. Yeah. But no, I mean, I think the younger generation wants, and that's why there were so many protesters going on to climate change. Yeah. Even the young persons who challenged Biden, I think Biden was having a fun, he's going to have a fundraiser he's supposedly for climate change but yet he has a fundraiser who is into the oil fracking uh, well, industry and that's what's
2: behind all of this uh, emissions thing it's not pandering to the <coughs> to the workers it's not it's not really because california is blue mm-hmm. although we can always know be defensive about that and probably rightly so it has to do with po- you know putting more money in the pockets of the oil companies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, it. Mm-hmm. that's it that's it yeah, that's because
1: even the car companies are saying wait this isn't helping us <laughs> yeah, hold yeah. on and,
2: <laughs> and i, I th- thought the and please,
0: and please don't have a war with the, uh, and I th- th- at the meantime yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? and i thought the electric car industry would sort of eliminate that like you know like um elon musk and tesla and people would just drive electric cars and we wouldn't have to deal with oil anymore but I don't know. No, not, no, 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 with those fat cats in charge. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. I still have hope. I hope that the Democrats don't beat each other up so much yeah. that, um, you know, the um, folks get disillusioned. I'm amazed that, uh, and I'll, I'll promise I'll stop talking about politics. We'll get into it. This is a theater show, right? It okay. is a theater <laughs> show. Yeah, I wonder how much of this you're going to have to redact. <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing how the Republicans. Are so loyal, and they they are um, they just snap into loyalty so much. They'll, they'll thinking, vote for anything. You're right, Red, you're
2: right, You're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, but let's do a play about it. Sure. Well, hey, there, there are lots of plays going on. Anyways, let's get into an order story. Jamie Strube, uh, how did you get involved in theater?
1: Oh goodness. Um, I are think. You bo- I, where are you
0: born and raised? I
1: was born and raised in Concord. Wow. Yeah. And now mm. I live in Concord. There you go. <laughs> right. I've moved away. I've come back home. Mm. Uh, it's nice being near grandparents when you have a little one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, no, I think my first big foray into um, acting, I played Snoopy in an eighth grade Christmas play. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or no, sixth grade Christmas play. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, I, I did theater through through school okay. and, and just loved it. I started doing teen theater. I did um, Stars 2000 out in the... Walnut Creek, Concord mm-hmm. area, yeah, um, college, and yeah, yeah.
0: Um, now you have a uh, you have a sibling, right?
1: I do. I have two two younger sisters. Okay,
0: are yeah. they involved in theater as well?
1: No, um, both of them. The youngest one did theater through high school, okay. and then not anymore. Um, the other one. All three of us are singers. Sure. We oh, all not sing, very nice. So
3: Now,
0: when did? Because I know for me, the theater bug sort of bit me when I was young, and I was sort of involved in church theater, and then I got into involved in arts high school. And I was like, okay, this is the thing; this is my Mm -hmm. path. When was it for you?
1: For me, the big hit was probably in high school. Okay, Um, and I started getting into musical theater. I remember my first musical audition. didn't happen i i ran away oh. i was terrified i went in there i waited until it was almost my turn and then i left i didn't audition that year yeah. <laughs> and the next year i auditioned um for guys and dolls and i ended up getting adelaide and yeah. it was that point that i was like oh i can't love walk away this. from that yeah. <laughs>
0: <one>. <laughs> you know I've, I've, I've never asked anyone this but because the first time you're on a stage and you see bunch of people like, hundreds of people, maybe thousands. I don't know how, what the seating is for whatever it is. Sometimes it would be very intimidating. Was it intimidating the first time that you got in front of a stage? In I don't audience? even remember. Okay.
1: I, I think I've just always loved it. I've i have always been nervous no matter what I'm doing sure. for the, you know, period right before you go on. Yeah. And then it's like you walk out there and everything goes away.
0: There you go. Yeah. Especially when you're focused and prepared. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's different if you're going out there going, (laughs) oh, my God, what are my lines? Right. (laughs) Exactly. I've been there, too. I think (laughs) think everyone's
0: had that nightmare of, oh, my God, I don't know any of my lines. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going blank. Mm -hmm. No, no. I I totally get it. I mean, I don't know about you,
2: uh, Jamie, but I'm the oldest uh, uh, in my family. I have two siblings. And so by the time I was 13 and 14, I I was starting to realize how starved I was for attention. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's natural. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know these little girls over here are real cute, but you know, <laughs> oh, this is the me show and you know yeah. so getting involved with a local theater company and uh and a workshop and, and taking um classes when I was yeah. thirteen and fourteen, you know, was just wonderful. I felt like I was being embraced by a new and different kind of family because, you know, you get applause and yeah. you get lots of of boys. You know, or out of girls. And, and that's... And, and it's, w- it's worth it. It's w- th- I think that w- that was the lure at yeah. first. And then you'll go like, man, this is all right, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: And I'll you brought something else up. You said, you know, this, the, the family aspect of it. There's something that is so connecting yeah. with yeah. theater people. Oh, and absolutely. And sometimes it's it's just for the period of the show that you're in. And you're I like, know. oh, these people, I love them. Yeah. And I love them. Th- I love you forever and ever and, yeah. ever and ever. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, but it's this amazing feeling in that little bubble of time
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean the connecting when you're doing the rehearsals and you have to you know you're connecting with a uh, a particular actor mm-hmm. you know whoever your wor- your scene partner is and mm-hmm. all of that sort of stuff and all the little intric- intricacies that happen mm-hmm. and the saddest part is when you know when the set is torn down and you know you have to strike the set and you move on to something yeah, else you, you say thanks for being vulnerable yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks for laying it all out there. Yes. Now I'll <laughs> go to
2: know, the next one. You know, we're going to sweep
0: it up now. You know, be
2: being intimate with you is real cool. Yeah. See you around.
0: Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk college. Did you Did you study uh, theater in college? I
1: didn't. I was, um, that was my original intent. I was, you know, I had big plans to go to New York and do the whole thing. Um, and this was 2001. Okay. And so I had, gotten accepted into a theater school it just wasn't financially oh, you yeah, know yeah. the right choice um I decided to stay and I went to DVC and then 9-11 happened and it was like oh thank god I'm not alone in New York at 18
0: you were in New York You're, in 2001 no I would have been I would have been. Been. I been so what, instead what I went school, to what what it, what it have been?
1: Um, it was American Musical and Dramatic Academy, ANDA. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had a few friends who went there. They I went had like to, I a went to school in New York, they New had York. York. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. They had a connecting program with NYU, I think, if you wanted to do a four-year. Yeah.
0: I was at NYU yeah. from 87 to 91. Mm-hmm. Um, but September 11th, I mean, I was telling someone that because I had a college work-study job where I was delivering subpoenas while I was going to undergrad. And I went up down the, t- the Twin Towers all the time. Yeah. But, oh, of course, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. Wow. How did um, September 11th, uh, you know, it's funny, the other podcast I had, we talked about, because it, I guess we went to an anniversary of that. Where were you at September 11th?
1: Home, in bed. Okay. I woke up to a phone call from my aunt yelling, we've been bombed, we've been bombed. Oh, going, wow. What is going on?
2: Wow. Can I ask how yeah. old you were? I was 18. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Big, big, you know. I just got back, you know, and we. I guess we just had the... Uh, the reason why it's on everybody's lips right now is because we just have right. the, the uh, anniversary, anniversary. Yeah. yeah. And so in Texas, you know, a lot of people still believe that it did. You know, the government did it. Right. Oh, really? Conspiracy yeah. theorists. Well, they think that you know it couldn't. Those buildings just could not have come oh, down any other yeah. way. And I just wanted to reiterate, reiterate, excuse me, to to people just exactly if they've never seen um, how how like what an inferno, jet fuel can do, you know,
0: then they might not believe it. It's kind of crazy. there's still people in denial about, you know, the origins, the the specifics, everything. You know what's interesting? Uh, So I, there was a a play, The Marriage of Bet and Boo by Christopher Durang. um, And as a matter of fact, there's a poster right behind you, Craig. Mm. Our opening, our first rehearsal was September 11th, 2001. (laughs) And of course we had to cancel it and I was the stage manager for that. Mm. But we had such a sold out audience you know when we opened because people needed to laugh. Yeah, people just needed, needed to release. Mm-hmm. Wow, so yeah. it went on, it, yeah. The show went on. Wow, yeah. Yeah, and we had and we re we remounted it because at first it was at a place called the Build, which was just a re- converted laundromat, mm-hmm. and then we opened up at the exit at Taylor when Exit at mm-hmm. Taylor had first opened up because uh, that it that had just. Um, they just expanded that. Right, right. So where did you get, if you didn't have formal training, where did you get your, where did you learn about beats and objectives and all that sort of stuff?
1: You know, it's Diablo Valley College. So right. DVC, yeah. um, Jim Kirkwood Nice. is a god. He he passed away a few years back. Um, he was just absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I also studied under Beth McBrien in the first couple of years, and, and they really just gave me a foundation. Yeah. And from that point on, I I continued with theater for a few years. It was like I would do a few plays, but then it was like, oh, I've got to be a responsible adult. And I would go, you know, back to work or oh, whatever. Sure. Yeah. And then, like, every few years it was like, oh, but it's driving me crazy. I just want to do something. And then I would audition and do a musical or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so – I think now it's just, it got to a point a year ago, it was almost exactly a year ago, that mm-hmm. I just said, I, I just need to do this.
0: So, so sta- s- was Stage Kiss your first?
1: Stage Kiss was my first audition and my first show since 2014. Um, that is 2014. Amazing.
0: Oh, since 2014. Yeah, oh,
1: so, and then prior to that, it was 2010. It was just a few years in between each yeah. thing. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I totally
0: understand. No, I've done that too. I've taken yeah. sabbatical because yeah. out of necessity, really.
1: Right, no, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean and also you started a family. Tell me your love story. How did you meet your husband?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I met my husband on okay Cupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was in 2012, Um we ended up meeting for a quick drink on a Sunday evening and mm-hmm. hanging out for like something ridiculous, like four hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and he's great.
0: Fantastic. He's,
1: yeah, he's wonderful.
0: Is he involved in theater? And at all?
1: He's not, no. He's he's a lawyer for a big tech company. Oh, you know, there you go. <laughs> um and he's just super supportive. He loves it. In uh the show I did prior to Stage Kiss in two thousand fourteen. Um, was the first show I was in while we knew each other, and it was it was tape. I don't know if you know that it's a long form one act. Um, okay. It's a three person play. It's about a woman who, um, is, is seeing for the first time since high school, the man who may or may not have date raped her. Ooh. So it's, it's kind of an intense show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Scott, my husband came to see it. And afterwards he was just like, white as a sheet? And he was like, you know, I knew I was coming to see you in a play and I was all prepared to be like, Oh, really good job, babe. That was <laughs> awesome. Community theater. Yeah. And ever since then, he's been like, wow. No, like, this is what you do. Yeah, yeah, that was really good, and also like that was really scary. Please never be that mad at me. <laughs> He's like, I've never seen you like that. That was intense and weird, and yeah. I feel kind of funny about it. And it just it threw him for
2: a so, loop. And say so that's okay, honey. Yeah. That was just our laboratory.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: those are one, They're those just the getting it out of my yeah. system. Yeah. In there, Th- those are wonderful I'm moments. Chill now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, No,
0: I'm cool. Yeah. No, those those are great moments in theater where people realize. Oh, community theater is not just Annie, get your gun, or you know some nice little thing. Right, exactly, yeah. And also, he got to be moved, affected. Where theater, you know, theater isn't is there to punch you and to hit you. I think we forget that. I
2: think we forget that sometimes with audiences, we forget that they uh, they transform and you Mm -hmm. know and transfer. Uh, just as much as we're trying to do. Right. yeah. I think one thing, I don't know if you, but I'm, I'm getting the sense of this, and I know this from myself and Reg, that I think having a musical background or being able to sing or being able to um, you know, understand theory and technique yeah. really allows you to embrace um, strong techniques in acting. Um, it's just a, something, a sense I have. I mean, I'm, I came here with really a good foundation of, you know, technique, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Stanislavski system, Sonia Moore, mm-hmm. Mime. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I learned. Stella you know, Adler. Yeah, Stella. I, I mean, I learned. Uta Hagen. I learned, mm-hmm. you know, from people mm-hmm. who were kind of like really trying to give you skills, yes. give you a foundation background, like you said. And then uh, and then I came out here and it was all touchy-feely. Like, I don't know, you know, some I'd be in rehearsal and somebody, I just don't, I ain't feeling this. mm and I go what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do this to yeah. me on opening night because Come I on, will man. not. They, yeah. I will not
0: take it lightly. Yeah. yeah. You and, know? And if I have to say your
2: lines, I'll say your
0: lines. And you know <laughs> that that brings up a great question because it's something that Norman and I have sort of debated: mm-hmm. technique versus no technique, or you know, um, having because there are a lot of people who bring their life experiences. And some
2: people are just naturally talented. It's true.
0: Yeah. Uh, Do you think that technique has helped you or do you think that you learn more from, I don't know, just life experiences?
1: Oh, I think technique is so important. And I think it's important to, um, for myself, I can't speak for everyone. Some people have their their method and that's what they, whether it's method or, you know. Sure, sure, sure. But I, for me, I personally find that. I'm a better actor the more I try to mine from different methods and from different, yeah, um, you know, ideas and, and mm-hmm. foundational teachings. And so I'm constantly taking classes now that I'm oh, good. back in, in yeah. things. Good and, for you. Yeah. And, you know, I, I didn't go to Juilliard or NYU. And it's it's. I'm just finding my education where I can.
0: Yeah. Mm. I think that's important. I think uh, there are a lot of folks who have one technique, and it becomes this sort of religion Mm -hmm. where, you know, I can only do it this way, and this is the only way to do it. And they become so rigid that when they have to do, you know, you may get cast in a production where the director wants you to do something completely different, Mm -hmm. something abstract like Lifetimes 3, where um, I had a director, Cecilia Palmtag, and she had, as a director, her actors sort of do a sort of – Experimental theater,
3: mm-hmm.
0: where it's just very abstract and surreal, and you're connecting, let's say, as an amoeba. You know, you're going to be an amoeba in this exercise, and let's see how that feeds your character. Like you and I, Craig, we've had Susan Evans as a director, and she's very much into gestures. you mm-hmm. doing a particular gesture, which will feed the character and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you're not flexible enough to do that because you're trapped in your method, you got a problem. Yeah. And you put yourself yeah. in a box.
2: Well, I think the opportunity. If you if you keep your mind open and keep your, you know, you know, you know, kind of get rid of your own rigidity. Yeah. Um, good things happen. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I think they do. I know it's kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, when people come to see the show and the lights work and the sound works and the set's nice and mm-hmm. the costumes are groovy and everybody's, you know. Not bumping into each other and saying what they should, uh, when they should. (laughs) Yeah. You know, magic happens, and that's kind of a cool thing. But, you know, I mean, you can't depend on a pedigree, you know, Mm -hmm. to get you through. Yeah. I mean, you can go to the best damn Ivy League schools. Right. And you can't really depend on, say, I'm just super talented, God gave me a gift, and whoopee. I don't need anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to get up there without any kind of, like, expectations and be an amoeba. (laughs) <laughs> you know, you just have to. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, you have to do that. And, and, if you, uh, and if
0: you can't do it, you shouldn't be cast. Well, no, yeah.
2: but, you, but you can. I mean, yeah. you know, you've got enough, you know, will, and but but it doesn't happen unless you can open up. Right. And,
1: and talent is one thing, but there are technical aspects to theater or film that you just can't know innately. Because right, exactly. Yeah. And I
0: think directors need you to have some sort of a technique. I mean, you know, their directors are like, listen, I'm not here to teach you how to act. I'm gonna give you a script. you got to fill out the character. Give me something. you know I, I'm not here to answer a lot of questions. Um, mm-hmm. Here's a question for you, Jamie. Um, are you more comfortable doing musical theater? I mean do you because I you know I've seen you in stage because it was more of a serious, although it's there's some comedy to it, and obviously you've done serious stuff, but
1: yeah, um I actually think uh straight plays are are more. What I'm drawn to, I love cool. musical theater. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. it's great. I'm not a dancer. I am I am a an actor first, a singer second. Mm-hmm. And, Could have told me. You, I mean, you. You,
0: I <laughs> <laughs> you look like
1: that. So I love I love musical theater. It's wonderful. I love to you know do one every once in a while, but really sure. like theater is is where it's at like got it yeah
0: do your parents support you i mean uh, are your parents like oh my god what's you know
1: no they love it they love it they're wonderful yeah they come to all my plays and i'm calling about every audition awesome that that is fantastic really supportive
0: have you uh we've had a couple of guests we had one guest on and we'll have her on uh, again uh she talked about uh the the rehearsal room and Basically, sexual harassment. Have you mm-hmm. had to had any uh, negative uh, incidences? You know, um, I've often said that director is very powerful, and especially when you're coming out of school as a young actor, you're like, I'm eager. I'm going to do everything. The director says, jump out of a window. I'm going to do it. And we have to be careful because you yeah. know that you, the director is very powerful. Have you had any bad experiences? I've as had a woman? very few. Okay, um,
1: I'm I'm very mm-hmm. lucky in that respect because I hear it all the time. Sure, um, I've had very few. I've I've worked with incredible directors, incredible. Um, teachers, I've had, um, two situations that stand out. Um, Mm -hmm. one is, is very, um, it's like, it's real light. It's not a, it's not a real issue, but it's a, Mm -hmm. it's a man who thinks he's very funny. Oh. Making inappropriate jokes. Oh. And making jokes about, you know, pretending to be gay. And jokes about like, oh, sexy women, Mm. And it's this, like, you know, older white dude that you're kind of like, oh, well, you're in a position of power. Mm -hmm. And I can't. What do I say? Do I say anything? Yeah. Um, He thinks he's being harmless. He thinks he's being funny because, you know, oh, but I, I know gay people. Or, oh, I would. Sure. I love you. You're a woman. It's, you know. Yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that attitude. Mm, um, and yeah. so that's something that's uh, it's kind of current for me. I'm I'm figuring out how to deal with that. And I think it might just be to remove myself from that situation. Yeah. Um, which is why I'm being very vague about where this <laughs> no, no, is happening. No,
0: no, no, it's fine. I mean, I had, I had a similar situation as a black man. There was a, because um, I'm a writer and I was part of a writing group. And um, to make a long story short, there was a woman who brought in a piece and she was shouted down. She was like, oh, this is just ridiculous, and how could you and it was dominated by men, white men. Mm-hmm. And her piece was just shouted down, and it wasn't very inclusive at all, and she just sort of clammed up. I mean, she was very gregarious and outgoing in the very beginning when we first began the session. And I just saw her personality just clam up as if she was just told, stay in your place. Hmm. And then I, pr- I presented my piece, and they were like, okay, we don't have time for this. This is go- running too, way too long. And I just felt very, it was like, wow. I thought that, and, and you, Craig, you talked about this cocoon of San Francisco Bay Area. You know, we're all inclusive and everything's wonderful. No, yeah, we,
2: we say to ourselves, oh, this is 2019. Why is this crap still happening? Right, exactly. It's creepy. That guy's that guy you described, Jimmy, I mean, he doesn't he see that he's creepy? Yeah. I mean, but, but you think don't. so. But the, the thing is, this was uh, 20, 30 years ago. Very funny. Sure. Accepted. I mean, whoever thought that it was... Mm-hmm inappropriate, dismissive, yeah. too you know, um, put you know, you know, degradating, mm-hmm. um, just swallowed it. Mm-hmm. We didn't think that it was important. Yeah. yeah. Or the people who did think it was important or hurtful just buried it in their selves.
1: Oh, and didn't was have a voice because th- th- there was a risk involved. I mean, impact. here you are yeah. saying
2: something and I hear, I hear hesitation. Yeah. I hear like, I don't know how to deal with this. I think, I think like you're saying, you know, the, the sad part about it is, is we ask ourselves living here like, 2019, why is this stuff still so happening? You know, this is unreal. Mm-hmm. You know, there must be a resurgence of, mm-hmm. of yeah. this. No, there's not. It's just that now it does really hurt. Yes. And it's not going to get buried and you're not going to... No. I hope you don't find some other place to go and, 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 and feel like you have to shrink yeah. because of it. Because... <coughs> That's one thing that does need to change. That's one thing where there is the opportunity to change is to not put up with it.
0: Yeah, we had – Or our not our just say, like, that's okay for now. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. have, a, we have a good friend, Celia Maurice, um, who has also relocated. We were talking about relocation. So many oh. actors are relocating. Oh, mm-hmm. she did. I think so. She, uh, I think she mentioned on Facebook that she's moving with her mother to uh, another location. But in any case, oh, she okay. was a TBA winner of um, – oh. uh, it was um, the birthday party. Oh, uh by Harold Pinter oh, I uh directed that, I love by that play. off Broadway West a very good friend of ours so in a case she talked about being in a theater uh you know didn't deal with sexual harassment or crass jokes or whatever but a director was basically asking actors to do very dangerous things like walk on that ladder you know and 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 you know just do crazy things and Cecilia, of course, she's very bold. Was like, "Listen, we're going to stop this thing right now. I'm not doing it." And I, I, I and and as a representative of the actors, we're going to stop this. Very bold. I mean, it's something I don't know if I could do as an actor, but we have control. And I understand, you know, the risk of, oh my God, am I going to be blackballed? Am I going to shut down this theater company? Mm-hmm. But the question of why does it happen comes also with the question: What are you going to do about it? Right. And as actors, what control can you take over? You know, every time I've gotten to the position, I know I'm talking way too much, (laughs) but um, not only do I I audition for a piece, not only are I'm asking a director to cast me, but the company is sort of auditioning themselves. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Do I want to
0: work with this company? Do you want to work
1: with those people? Yeah. Yeah. Have
0: have Have you put yourself in that mentality?
1: In, in this situation?
0: Well, not or, in this particular situation, oh, but, yeah. but now.
1: But in general, yes. 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 I think that's really important because especially when you're doing, um, you know, theater, you're, you're laying it all out there. You've got to make sure you trust the people that you're yeah. working with, too.
0: Yeah, and I think that's an important thing for young actors. You know, don't just be eager and just, you know, oh, this is a great role and I just want to jump into it. Yeah. Really examine the theater and the environment. And we've been asked questions. We had a, a guest... Crystal Piamonte jong she's a Philippine actress who just turned equity and she's doing amazing work. I think she was nominated for a TBA award this year. But she talked about talking to her friends, using her social media connections to say, "Hey, I'm I'm auditioning for this company, this piece. Tell me wh- you know, what are mm-hmm. you what what what's the vibe? Mm. What's happening?" Mm-hmm. And that's sort of a new thing. Uh, that's a new concept. That's something that wasn't taught to me when I was in school.
1: Yeah. I've dealt I've I've done a little bit of that with theater but i find it less frequently that i'll i'll second guess auditioning for something Mm -hmm. or or you know following through um but i'm starting to step into film projects oh cool um and i've had a few where i've left the audition and gone oh no that that felt weird yeah gotten a callback or gotten a you know an offer and usually they're they're smaller roles sure um and and turned them down because something felt off. Good and a you. lot of times I, I couldn't really put my finger on it, but it yeah. was like, oh, that guy was... Creepy, and he talks about feet a lot. This might not be. <laughs> 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 oh
0: <laughs> he Lord. wants a
1: self-tape, but I
3: don't think I'm going to do
0: that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Now, does does your husband worry about that? Does he ask, like, hey, you know, who are you auditioning for or whatever? Not not just being whatever, but just in a caring way.
1: Not in an overprotective way at all, um, but when, when things have come up where I'm like, oh, this is – I'm not sure if that's legit or, you know, I found this listing on SF Casting, but mm-hmm. – I don't know. This is kind of weird. I'll, I'll always run it by him and be like, "What do you think, lawyer
0: husband?" <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> I'm sure he's seen a few red flags. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's important. Yeah. yeah. And film. It sounds like so you're expanding. You know, you're not just focusing on theater, but you yeah. also, yeah. I'm sure a lot of folks listening are like, "How do you find these jobs? Are you? How, what are your connections?"
1: Um, I, I, I want them to tell me. That would be nice. Um, (laughs) No, I just i i actually just auditioned at Stars yesterday. Right on. So we'll we'll find out. They they got back to me. I applied a week ago. Um, I went in. I did the on camera monologue audition. I was in and out before I even blinked. It was the fastest, weirdest process. But Mm, um, yeah. So no, not yet. But I'm working on it. And um, I've been on SF casting on backstage, which. I feel like backstage is just full of like student films at this
0: point. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> you done know, I just I that. just recently got on Backstage yeah. La- Jay. Labors of Love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, SF casting, and then you know, I I did Actors Access, but that one's really hard to kind of navigate. That's sure. more of an agent tool. Yeah, um, so that'll come in time. But uh, word of mouth also. I I just filmed last weekend or the weekend before. Um, A cute sketch comedy show Uh, It's going to be a web series um. Oh and it's called Man Francisco, and it's it's <laughs> adorable, 4-8. and it's it's two sisters, and they're wonderful, and it's a really high quality production. Mm-hmm. And I found out about that through a friend of mine. Oh, best of luck to you in it. So yeah, yeah it was cool.
0: And you're also doing a um, the voice acting for um, Kim Donovan. She talked about. Uh, well,
1: I've um, done a couple of auditions. Okay. I haven't I haven't landed anything yet, but I think I've done two auditions for her. And um, yeah, that's a fun. Yeah. A fun thing to do. I I want to get into that. That would be really
0: Yeah, amazing. she talk- I had her on uh I think it was uh maybe 6 months ago. No, I think it was a year ago. But in any case, she talked about having running this web. Actually, it's a um it's a podcast, but they do uh shows. It's it's almost like a radio.
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I listened to her on yeah. That. yeah.
0: It's like old-time 30s radio, mm-hmm. but uh instead of being radio on the podcast. Wonderful,
2: man. Yeah. That sounds cool. You
0: should do that, Craig. No, I'd I'd probably fit right in. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I have nothing to worry about. The roles I'm headed for have no conflicts whatsoever.
0: Yeah. Have you thought about (laughs) uh, equity and being a union actor?
1: I have. um, At this point, I'm kind of like, I don't even know where to begin. You know, just having come back in September of last year, I'm just – I'm just auditioning, you know. um, I, I was given some great advice um, during the Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. The The, series, yeah, yeah. at the exit. Uh, Yes, and um, was did you
0: did you work on Scott Munson's play?
1: I did. Yes, it's fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was we, so got the fun. you have the
2: Munson connection. I now? did.
1: Yeah, small <laughs> world, small he's world
2: an uh-huh.
0: treasure. Isn't he, he is. Yeah. He sure is. Yeah, totally. and,
1: and we're Facebook friends. And, and, and I hear man, w- that is a joy.
3: And I, hear
0: <laughs> he, yep, and I hear he's moving, which is sad.
1: I, d- I just saw that on Facebook yesterday. <laughs> yeah, sad.
2: Yeah. Very sad. Yep. Um, he's going to have no, a lot of people lovely. pissed off about that. Yeah, yeah,
1: big time. But that
0: was a good experience. That was a great
1: experience. Absolutely great experience. And. And I was given some, some advice, and it was to, you know, if I'm interested in doing, like, generals and, and that, mm-hmm. um, next time around, start emailing some casting directors, mm-hmm. asking if they need personal assistance. And watch the auditions. You know, you get so much more information, and then the next year you can uh-huh. really nail it down. And so that's kind of, I was with that idea. Very so nice. That's, yeah. that's
0: good. Really I would
2: feel okay. a little like a voyeur.
1: Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, they need someone to put them in the piles as your handed headshots. And then you can and see,
2: like, yeah. kind of how it all adds up. How it all
1: adds up and wow. what they like and what they don't. And, and why.
2: Yeah. And why. And, and you
0: yeah. You know, yeah. that's a good so idea. So
1: what a great tip. And yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's been interesting being the fly on the wall. I mean, I've been a stage manager for a couple of years before I got back onto acting. And I've learned so much about not just acting, but just how theater is sort of built, you know, from the ground up. Yeah. And I think it's just a really learning experience. And I think young actors, if you're having a hard time getting in, think about doing tech for a little bit. Yeah. Have yeah. you done tech?
1: I have not. Um, okay. Well, not since, like, high school when everyone sure. does it, right? You know, Sure. Um, but, no, I have, I have no experience. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. But, but, no, I mean, doors are opening for you, so it sounds like you don't even need to do that. Um, but I've had a good time, like being a stage manager, being a lightboard operator or whatever, Singing some real good theater, seeing some really crappy theater. I mean, yeah. crappy because the director didn't know what they were doing and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. And it's helped me as a producer, you know, I produced uh, my first show last year and I sort of knew how to put all the pieces yeah, th- you, together. You kind of saw what needed to be done. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And Kim Donovan was in it and it was, it was just fantastic. Um what what do you think of you let me ask you this how is Bay Area theater treating you are you getting the roles you want are you frustrated are you happy
1: You know um I feel like at this point I've I've only just dipped my toes in right sure. I've been I've been taking classes and that's where I've I'm really um I kind of got like sucked in and focused on that for a while I mm-hmm. haven't done a ton of auditioning Yeah um I'm really excited about Steel Magnolias coming up, but yeah. I think I've auditioned for five things this year and landed two of them. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm constantly out there, yeah. you know?
0: And and it doesn't frustrate you when you hear no.
1: No, no. I think that's a big learning experience and a lot of times getting through just the callbacks, yeah. um, you know, and, and learning – A a woman at a a commercial audition last week actually said to me, she's like, yeah, you know, one thing I had to get through my head was that I may not have gotten the role, not because I'm not good Mm -hmm. or not because there was someone better, but because I might look like the director's (laughs) 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 ex-girlfriend. And so you can't constantly internalize this negative like, oh, but if I just done this one thing, it's like we just have to let it go. And say, okay, I learned this, this, and this at that yeah. audition. Yeah. Or, wow, I'm really excited I got a callback. That's one step closer to getting in with that theater company. Right. Um, or, oh my gosh, I was off key that whole song. And <laughs> if they call me back, I don't even know if I want to be in this play because I have no taste.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, or the horrible pianist. I've had the horrible pianist. Oh, myself, yeah. I've had those God a God few sake. times. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, no, this is an up-tempo number. Let's
0: Right. 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 Exactly. No, that's good. That's a good. uh, That's a good attitude to have. And Norman and I, we've talked about dealing with depression because, you know, our emotions, that's our currency in theater. Uh, Our ability, I think of like our emotion, like a basketball, like LeBron James handles the basketball. We have to handle our emotions. I need you to cry here. I need you to laugh here. I need, you know, the director asks all sorts of things Mm -hmm. and we have to figure it out and we have to, you know, manipulate that. Here's a question for you we've had a bunch of we've had some women online uh, on in on the a talk about motherhood how do you mm-hmm. balance motherhood and theater i mean do you have a good working relationship with with your husband yes. and a balancing childhood yeah. whatever there, so there's no issue
1: so at this point i am I am incredibly blessed and privileged. Excellent. And I, I got to decide to be a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. after I had my daughter. Um, I went back to work for about a month, and I realized that commuting to the city, like I was paying someone basically what I was taking home to mm. take care of my child, and I was getting home and putting her to bed. And so I, I decided to stay home. Um, and so I, I work. With my daughter all day long while my husband's at work, Mm -hmm. and then he comes home in the evenings, and that's when a lot of, you know, theater stuff happens. Um, But another benefit to living where I do, Mm -hmm. near my family, is that I've got grandma. Yeah, no so when I have daytime auditions and things like that, she can always pop okay, in. Okay, I'm going to say thank you Grandma. Thank, yeah, you, Grandma. thank you, Grandma. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You were you yeah. yeah. acknowledged. Yeah. And so I really, I'm really, i really lucky in that respect that with my family, I have this great support system that no, can really wonderful. pick up the, the last-minute things that happen with theater. Yeah. Um, it'll be hard. Stage Kiss was hard. It was my first, you know – full length play since coming back and not doing bedtime not being home in the evenings mm-hmm. for that long yeah um, it's hard yeah it's it's hard on me it's hard on her yeah um, and I'm a little nervous for
0: maybe it's hard on your husband as well because it, to, definitely and, yeah.
1: yeah he has to go to work and then come home and mm-hmm. and you know he's got another couple hours of work before he gets her down and
0: yeah I, I brought it up because uh, we focus on theater companies that are sensitive to women especially single parents yeah. Who are like, hey, listen, can we adjust the rehearsal schedule because I have to pick up my child? Yes. Or can I bring my child to rehearsal? We've had to, you know, when we did Four Men in Paris, we've had, you know, uh, we've said, hey, bring your child because, you know, if you're having trouble with child care. Yeah. And that's fine. Being, being here
2: is important to, to us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And But there are a lot of theater companies that are like, hey, listen, this is disruptive. Oh, for God's sake.
2: Yeah. And
0: I'm sure, I mean, you, you're absolutely right. You know, you have the best of both worlds, you know, not only a, w- a wonderful husband, but also your parents. Yeah. Um, to take care of the child, but there are a lot of women actors who are like, "Hey, listen, I need help from the theater community. Mm-hmm. I want to still do my work and also be a mom
2: i don 't know how that works anymore i mean it 's been so long since i 've been, but I just wonder I mean when I was coming up and auditioning and rising up in the, in the ranks mm-hmm. I mean the more you uh the, the more you got towards a tippy top like aurora berkeley reps sure sure in, you know magic eureka the strand yeah yeah. You know, back in the day yeah um the more it was kind of like hey whatever your problems are we're not interested right here's the here's the deal yeah you do this or you don't
1: you leave your baggage at the door or and you, b- you walk in or and you work. Or,
2: or, or we can
0: say goodbye right now mm-hmm. yeah i mean and that's kind of how it was and, and, in.
2: and whatever detail yeah I mean yeah. there wasn't a, it, there wasn't anything that was negotiable,
0: yeah, and it's sad because I had cecilia Palmtag on. She talked about having a child meant not being involved as acting as mm-hmm. she wants, and mm-hmm. she talked about just emotionally how she needed to have theater to sort of be more than a one dimensional person. she wanted to have her son see her not just as a mom but as a a three dimensional woman yes, who can see you know all aspects of her. And, she, and you can't do that if you're just a mom.
1: And that is that it, that was exactly the conversation I had with my husband a year ago uh-huh. when I decided to go to pursue sure, this sure. and to, to start taking classes. It's like, yeah. you know, yes, I love being a stay-at-home mom. I'm really lucky that I get to do that. Yeah. But that's not my identity. Yeah. And over the years of, you know, kind of not focusing on theater, not focusing on acting, mm-hmm. That was also not my identity. Yeah. I loved my job at the nonprofit. I loved my job at the tech company in the mm-hmm. city, but they weren't careers and they were not passions. Yeah. And so I, I got to this point where financially it was feasible, mm-hmm. time, and my daughter's a little bit older. Yeah. Um, you know, at least not an infant, um, to where I could do me.
0: Sure, that's right.
1: And this is this is my chance to... Mm-hmm. to do it wholeheartedly yeah. and, and be able to...
0: No, that's fantastic. That's wonderful.
2: I mean, we, we all come to points in our lives when, you know, you're in a job, you know it's not a career or right. you're in a relationship, you know it's not, you know... The one. The one. <laughs> uh, or even, you know, you experience, you know, you know, marriage and birth and, yeah. and what have you and, and we all come to a point in our lives where we understand that things in this world are finite. Even mm-hmm. parts of ourselves are finite, but our expression doesn't have to be. Yeah. You know, I mean, the idea that you can be more, yeah, and can express more, I think is, I think is just as insightful as realizing where the end of something is. Mm-hmm. You know, is also saying, well, you know, this may not have an end. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, yeah. This, you know, that's yeah. cool. No, no, it's I'm glad you got that opportunity. Yeah, it's great. yeah. Well, yes. you're having that opportunity, and uh, and of course, you know, you're a fantastic presence. So I saw Stage Kiss, and although you had a, a small role, not as big of a role as some of the principal actors. Yeah, but you had a wonderful time, and, uh, it's, you know, uh, I think you, it was sort of a – did you play, just play run role or two?
1: So I played two. Um, I had a, a bit in the first act where I was one of the extra actors yeah. um, in the play, within a play. Yeah. Um, and then in the second act, I was you the was sort girlfriend of, a girlfriend. Right. of, of the, the man who was having an affair with yeah. his ex. Yeah. And I remember um, – discovering that they're having an affair. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, there's a there's – a, there's a, because what I remember from watching that particular scene, I think it was in act two,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you have to immediately come to almost an emotional thing where you, I think you're almost crying or you're instantly. having this uh, – yeah, Instantly. Yeah, instantly. And that's great technique. I mean, a lot of folks just can't do that. <laughs> it's like go to zero to 60 in two seconds. It was <laughs>
1: – so incredibly hard to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while finding out that my fiancé was having an affair while that? I'm looking at her in the room. And I'm like, I really need to just make this peanut That's butter right. and jelly sandwich.
0: Like you're, you're, you're walking in while they're in bed together. Or, yeah. or, she's they're, or bed. they're
1: like just out of, yes, yeah. but she's in bed and I'm walking in and I'm trying to play it cool. Like, oh, they're, they're yeah. castmates.
0: And, and and it's a comedy, so it's sort it of was, this you know, yeah. bombastic thing. It it's was, almost, it's yeah. almost, it reminded me of the Carol Burnett show or, totally. you know, something from Lucy or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, it sounds like you enjoyed it.
1: I did. Yeah. Yes. It was incredible. Um, I've, it was, it was so hard and it was unexpectedly hard when I got the, the part. Cause uh-huh. I thought, oh, this is fun. It's just a, it's a small bit, you know, and, mm-hmm. and Yeah. It was a challenge, and I loved it.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in the future? Do you want to, I don't know, go to L.A., New York, or whatever? um.
1: You know, I'm not really sure. Um, I'm kind of feeling my way into both theater and film stuff right now. Mm -hmm. I'd love to find a path to L.A. in the long term. I don't know... I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of family dynamics to think of there too. Oh, sure, you know, where sure. my husband can work, and he's in he's in tech, so that's kind of here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But you know, could I somehow start doing some work down there and figure out how to do yeah. that from up here?
0: Yeah, I, I, was don't know. I was wondering if you were hungrier, or if yeah. the theater community is satisfying you as of right now. I don't know. Okay.
1: I don't know. No. Um I love theater and I would love to really get more involved up here mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to get the auditions and trying to yeah. to meet the right people. Yeah. Um and if that ends up being a full enough time thing, I would love to mm-hmm. you know follow that path, but I'm also just really interested in in mm-hmm. The film side of things. I've never really done that, in, except for a few.
0: Yeah, things. and also, yeah, and a lot of folks are doing the YouTube thing as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's very cool. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, Craig, since mm-hmm. I have you here. A lot of actors are doing the uh, the video monologue, video monologue things or video auditions. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had to do that? Oh no, no. no. Camera hates <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when I was first in front of a camera. I uh, work with. There's a guy named Ruben Grijalva, who uh, does a lot of work at the. Um, The Potrero Hill stage. Yeah. Um, But he's also a filmmaker, and I was in one of his films. I played James Cool Papa Bell, a Negro League baseball player. It was really cool. But it was funny doing – because film theater – film acting is different than theater acting. Theater acting—you got to hit the back of the stage, and you know, use your push that diaphragm and hit, you know, and really articulate, and everything is sort of big. Yeah, that's me. Uh, that's me. I'm I'm old school. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a belter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm
1: constantly told like tone it down. Exactly. exactly. We're, we're oh like God, right they, here.
2: We're they, right. They go here. take it way back yeah. beyond sub zero. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah, because you know they say, "Look here, yeah. no, not here, not here." And for right. those who don't see, I'm li- like uh, my my fingers at like a millimeter away from a, another section. I used to get yeah. irritated
2: when I go to shows and people were mic'd. I mean, let's like, <laughs> you pussies. Right, right, exactly. But, uh, but one thing I wanted to ask you is, um, yeah. um, you're just getting back, and you're you know you're really kind of feeling your way out, mm-hmm. and it looks like you you're open to all kinds of experiences. Yeah. Um uh, Do you think about I mean, competition. I mean, there's a lot of young female actors. I mean, I, I I would go to auditions and there'd be like, you know, like a handful of guys and about twenty girls. Oh yeah. You know, and you know, they're all after the same role. Do you think about that, or do you think you're competing with your own head? I are think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Um,
1: I try not to focus on the competition aspect because, okay. you know, I'm I'm a white brunette. Like there are about. Four Five hundred million of me mm-hmm. out there trying to get these roles, okay, and, does that, and does, does, that,
2: does that inhibit you in any way? No, no, oh, that's cool. no, that's
1: the thing is, oh. you know, there's always going to be someone who has whatever they're looking for,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and something about me could stand out, and I'm not going to get that just by focusing on like how many other people are in the room. I can just go in there and and do me the best I can do me. Mm-hmm. and maybe I have that thing they're looking for, mm-hmm. and there but you go. funny you
2: were mentioning that, uh, you know, what he, you know. how could they call me back? I sang off-key or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I think about that. You know, I, walk in, I walked in a lot of – it took me a long time to figure this out because I was full of myself, but, you know, how could they not love me? But, you know, uh, they decide within the first 30 seconds just looking at you. Oh, just, and just walking t- in. If and you don't
1: look like what they're looking for. And I,
2: a lot of times I'll walk away from an audition and you're like, oh, or even a performance. Oh God, that totally sucked. Yeah. <laughs> and how? And then, and then you get like, oh, that was really good. Or I saw something in you.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. I heard all the bad notes, but, then but was there the was something. It there. was the way you sang off yeah. key. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. They now can't th- take that away from me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just going to turn that into like a full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. But to piggyback, <laughs> to piggyback on what Craig says, because we've had a lot of actors um, talk about age. Do you think about age at all?
1: That is that is one thing that, um, especially when I first, you know, started talking to my husband about this year ago, like, hey, I really want to go for this. Mm-hmm. I'm not shy about my age. I'm 36. I'm not a baby. Mm-hmm. I'm not in my 20s. Um, there are many women younger than me going for similar roles. Mm-hmm. I also don't look old enough to the mom mostly yet no, so I'm trying yet. to audition for them but they're like oh you look too young so I'm in this weird in between mm-hmm. um, actually Stage Kiss had a great line about that you're either Juliet or Lady Macbeth but there's no <laughs> like in, in the middle that's
2: right the part I'm doing
1: now I'm playing you're a 25 and year and old and, and, you're and you're I'm yeah. like
2: yeah it'll it'll right, next, one, right? next
1: I'll be Weezer right but you know that's that's a funny thing so I in a way it's comforting because I'm in that in between. Yeah. Like I'm not the ingenue anymore. I can like shed that. I can let that yeah. go. Like, Although
0: you could still you could still do that I if can, you wanted to.
1: I can. Um and and I I still push for those because mm-hmm. like yeah. do it now, right? Sure. Um, but I almost feel like I have this like buffer before I can be like you know, the crazy mom or the, mm. the like, wacky aunt at the party or something sure, like sure, that. Yeah. And so I have this, like, chance to kind of work my way through and meet the right people until yeah. I can really, like, embrace those roles. Mm-hmm. No, um,
0: yeah, I, th- I think about that, and, and you have a wonderful uh, uh, attitude about it. I think uh, there are some folks i think had one woman would say, hey, you have to be realistic. You have to look in the mirror and just be honest with you and just, yeah. you know, see what's there and just be who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think the more you're honest about that, then you your performance will be honest. And, you know, when mm-hmm. you have more realis- um you can be more realistic when you go into the uh, the auditions or whatever. You know, yeah. Instead yeah. of being the 40 year old and still thinking that you can be Juliet or, yeah. or something like yeah. that.
2: Yeah, no matter how you can do that, if you can get there, yeah, you know, that's, that is, because truth is irresistible, really. I mean, it's easy to read and it's, and it's just delicious, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're being true about having a good day or a bad day, right. you know, it's, 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 it's sought after. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the one thing, you know, if, they, if you walk into audition and they see like, oh gosh, you know, there's, there's no mask here. Mm-hmm. That, is, that, that just puts everybody who's going to work with you at ease. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's going be like, oh God, yeah. Yeah, 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 Jamie, Hill, shi- wonderful, mm-hmm. you know, never a problem,
0: you Yeah. Know, and that's that, that's kind of what you want, yeah, that's yeah,
2: really what you want.
0: We've hit the one hour mark, right. so um, I'll uh, there are a couple of birthdays of uh, theater folks that I will shout out to. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, we've had Amber Rubarth on. She is actually a um, a musical writer. And uh, she had showcased a musical uh, that was showcased at the musical theater. As a matter of fact, being a singer, have you? Are you connected with the musical cafe? No, I'm not. Okay, yeah, they're a uh, well. I'll put a link into it, but they're a wonderful group, and they um, they workshop musical writers and uh, like budding musicals. Okay. And they uh, also bring in young actors and directors and all that sort of stuff. And I was involved in two of them. I was an actor in one, and then I wrote. A mini musical for another, so they're a wonderful uh, little company that's uh, run out in Berkeley, I believe. And in any case, uh, Amber Ruvar, she uh, uh, she actually is from Tennessee, and she came to the Bay Area because the Musical Cafe had picked up her um, her musical. So, in any case, her birthday is uh, today. Wonderful! So, happy birthday, Amber. Um, yesterday, um, AJ uh, Marquis, I believe I am pronouncing his name right. His birthday was yesterday. He is a uh, actor, a tap dancer. Him and I were in 110 in the Shade uh, at the Douglas Morrison Theater. And he is doing a lot of work at um, Theater Rhinoceros, oh, yeah. which is uh, at the uh, the Ashby, um, the Eureka Theater. Did you know, Craig, that the Eureka Theater, that, uh, that's where um, Theater Rhino is now? Well, isn't that the Gateway? Oh, is it called the Gateway now?
2: I don't know. It was called the Gateway. Okay. I think it was in the apartments. Is that the one in Barcadero?
0: Jack- no, Jackson Street. Yeah, down there. Down the, the yeah, 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 exactly. So, in yeah. uh, any case, uh, AJ's doing fantastic work there because Rhino used to be on 16th and Mission. Well, that was a long time ago. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm dating myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It, you're
2: good company. <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, let's see who's uh, the other birthday. The Hutch. The Hutch. Birth- the Hutch. John Hutchinson. Oh, Hutch. Uh, he's an old ex Eastender. He's Not 83. That. Don't year- call him that. He's 83 years old. I had him on the Yay. And he talked about, he's the first guest that I had who actually listened to Franklin Delano Roosevelt on the radio. Oh, God. The Fireside Chats. Great history and really just talking about the history of theater. Hutch is an institution. He's an institution. I'm glad that I had him on. And um, (laughs) so his birthday, he'll be 83 on Monday. All right, congrats, Hutch. Also, Linda Ayers Frederick. Um, As a matter of fact, uh, she uh, runs the Phoenix Theater. That's right. Uh, which uh, runs a bunch of uh, theater companies. I think Off-Broadway West still rents out the Phoenix Theater. That's on, oh, shoot, what street is that? I can't, I can't remember what street it is. But in any case, um, the Phoenix Theater, there's actually a fundraiser to help raise funds for them, and I'll have a link for that. And I'm hoping anyone who has a little bit of money just to uh, give money to the Phoenix Theater. They've been around for 30 years. I think they are a historical landmark. That's right. She got that um, distinction. San Francisco gave that to her. And Linda herself has been running the Phoenix. I remember when it was on Geary Street, I remember running uh, the worst. So I'll tell one quick story. So we did What a Buffalo at the Geary. And it was probably the worst production I've ever been involved in. There, was, there, were, more, <laughs> a- there were more actors on stage than than audience members. Uh, and we've all gone through, you know, mm-hmm. little things like that. Uh, I remember uh, Othello, the Gorilla Shakespeare Company, ran out of the Phoenix. And... Um, of course, West had, Off Broadway West had a bunch of stuff. East Enders had a bunch of uh, workshops at the uh, the Phoenix.
2: I think I remember being at the Phoenix a couple of times and shows too.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, the San Francisco Fringe Festival. Uh, a lot of that is done at the Phoenix as well. So the Phoenix is a wonderful institution, a wonderful place for actors to uh, to get their start. And so we'll have a link for uh, contributing to the Phoenix. And happy birthday, Linda. And happy her birthday. birthday is Monday. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And on Wednesday, uh, <laughs> Justin Sadoian, I believe he now runs Ray of Light Theater. And All I don't right. know if you've been involved in Ray of Light, but uh, they are a um, – they're, they're a community theater that does musicals, but they're really on the cusp of ACT. They're, I mean, their production value is just as good as ACT and what you may see at the Orpheum Theater. And a lot of uh, their – a lot of actors who work at the uh, Ray of Light – They've gone on to Broadway. They've gone on to New York. Mm-hmm. I know a couple, James Eigelhart, who won a Tony Award. Mm-hmm. I worked with him when we did Bat Boy at the uh, the Ray of Light. Mm-hmm. So, in any case, uh, for young actors who want to really get involved and want to jumpstart their careers uh, for a bigger and better thing, you know, you got audition at the Ray of Light we'll Theater. Go bang on that door. Huh? Yeah. Bang on that door. Even if they reject you, they've at least seen your face. All right. Happy so.
2: birthday, Ray of
0: Light. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Justin Sadoian. <laughs> And is that That's it? I believe that is it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are a couple of shows, and I'll just point out some shows. Also, go ahead and um, let's. We should um, um, the show that you'll be uh, that you're in rehearsals for right now.
1: Yes, uh, you have plenty of time to get it on your calendars. Um, it will be opening February seventh at Steel Magnolias at Santa Clara's Theater in uh, Castro Valley. Is is the next one? What yeah. co- what company's doing that? Uh, Chanticleer's. Chanticleer's. Is, yes.
0: All right. I'm typing up that right now. Great. Okay, so uh, also Bright Star. Uh, that is a um, a show at the Contra Costa Civic Theater. A good friend of mine, Paul Plain, he was our last um, um, guest on the yay. He'll be in that show. That's October the 4th through the 27th, and I'll have a link for that. Dance Nation at the San Francisco Playhouse. Uh, they are running uh, from September the 24th through November the 9th. Uh, Crystal Piamonte-Jong I just talked about her. She is now an equity actress. She uh, worked a long time uh, at the Benedum Theater before working herself up the ranks, and now she's um, a uh, a a actress, uh, a quality actress, and I think she is up for a TBA award. In any case, Dance Nation that is September the twenty fourth through November the 9th at SF Playhouse. Midsummer Night's Dream. Um, uh, I have a couple of friends in that. Terrence Smith is in that. Uh, Marin Shakes is doing that. That's September the 5th. It opens September the 5th and it closes September the 29th. Also Three Musketeers. That's at the Douglas Morrison Theater. That will be running. It opens September the 12th and it closes September the 29th. Uh, A good friend of mine, Gene Mosky, our friend of ours, Gene Mosky, and also Cynthia Logozinski is in that show. That is it. Um, Jamie, did you have a good time? I
1: did. I had a great time. Thank you. Thank you
0: so much. And I'm glad that you were able to work it in your schedule to come in. We, you know, we had it on schedule then. You know, a couple of things came in the way, and we finally got it done. And, Craig, thank you for being a guest. Uh, Thank you for allowing (laughs) me to sit in.
2: Norman, the chair is officially warm.
0: (laughs) There you go. Here is my blurb. You can find the Yay on the Apple Podcast app on all iPhones and iPads. Really, any app that you listen to, a podcast, you can find the Yay. Uh, if you're an old stogie like me and you listen to your podcast on a laptop or a desktop, millennials don't even use laptops or desktops anymore. It's, everything's on the phone. I can just look at you and see it. They they type, their dis- they type their term papers on their phone. I don't know how they do it. Any case, if you listen to uh, anything on a laptop or a desktop, you can find us on iTunes. Click on the store. Use the search engine on the upper right-hand side. Are you laughing with me or at me? <laughs> <laughs> it's all, it's it's heavy. all good. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's <heavy. laughs> well, I'm serious. The millennials they don't they don't use laptops okay, or desktops Okay, at all. okay, Reg, got it. <laughs> In any case, find us on iTunes. Uh, use the search engine. Find us. You can find us there. If you are our Android user, download the SoundCloud app, or just go on SoundCloud.com and you can find us. The A was created by theater people for theater people. If you have a show you want to advertise, or you just want to advertise yourself, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. You can find me at Red Space Clay. You can find Norman at Hoosier Hoosier. Craig, do you have a uh, uh, Instagram? No, Snapchat? no, you'll just have to give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll pick up. Yeah, there you go. And uh, Jamie, how about you? Do you use... Uh, and social media not, and all,
1: not in a not in a public respect. So, okay, yeah.
0: Well, you're on Facebook. People can. I uh, am. Yeah, that's true. Facebook, Facebook
1: Facebook is great. Jamie Strube.
0: Yeah. So, uh, any uh, potential directors, uh, if you're looking for a fantastic actress who has great stage presence and a singer, <laughs> you can't go wrong with Jamie Strube. That is it. And as all as we always say, you gotta we gotta find a better sign off, and we are out.